Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Right now, glory to Jesus. Just pray in spirit right now. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Pastor Odell. Pastor Odell. Pastor Odell. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. No, no, wait, 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 wait. This is for him. Thank you, Jesus. This is the albatross that's around your neck. Been here for a long time. Weight of woulda, shoulda, coulda. Tonight. You stop agreeing with a lie. Pain wants to come absolutely get you into condemnation. You're supposed to be enjoying the goodness of God. And as you do, the problem that you have is not going to be a problem. The problem is not what you think it is. The problem is that condemnation. Tonight, tonight, God absolutely wants to put an end to this. An end to it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I command that thing to fall off his shoulder. And Lord, I thank you for a fire back into his spirit. Glory to God. A twinkle in an eye, in the eye, and a spring in the step, and a confidence in the voice. You believe for others, now it's time for you to believe what I want to do for you. Glory to God. And you will see that it won't be a problem and it'll move quicker, faster, and better than what you anticipate. Glory to God. Glory to God. Anybody that's having trouble with condemnation right now, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Get up here. 
Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, that thing has to come off. No more woulda, shoulda, coulda. You don't think God foresaw? Glory to God. He foresaw and still loved you. He foresaw and he still said, I'm, my love is going to work good in your life. I'm not counting on you to try to make up what you think you lost. Glory to God. 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 In the name of Jesus, I command that thing to come off. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the joy of the Lord. No longer looking back, but look forward in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Deborah, he is... <laughs> Mike ain't worried. He ain't even thinking about none of the past. Glory to God. He's skipping and jumping and hollering and, and, and running after Jesus. And they're having a good time talking to each other. And your day of, of uh, your day of grief is going to be short-lived. Yes. Yes. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. No, that's right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, oh. oh, hallelujah. The spirit of David is here tonight. David ran to meet Goliath. You say, Pastor Ronnie, what if you challenge the devil and he shows up? He'll get, he'll, he, he made a mistake. He said, God's going to do it. Everybody say, God's going to do it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. A spirit of bigness needs to be inside of you. you you've looked, you, the devil has tried to get us to look and say, well, what about us? You know, and you say, well, you know, if I would have, if I would have, if I would have. You know why I know so much about that? Because I would have. I perfected it. Would have, should have, could have. And, and, and the Holy Spirit says, I ain't asking you none of that stuff. All I'm asking you is to let me, let, let me help you to see what I got planned. And this just believe me for it. 
and do what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it. That's it. You say, well, how can that be, Pastor Ronnie? I, I don't know. He didn't tell me everything. Why should he tell you step two when you ain't done step one? He said, well, I've done step one and I don't know what step two is. Well, stay standing in step one because he's going to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, God's going to mess up some people's plans. He's going to mess up some people's plans. I'm telling you right now. You know why he's doing that? He said, you are too puny thinking. He's going to mess up some plans. Just like he messed up this service. I had a plan to come up here and be nice. <laughs> this is the day of God's messing everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. I ain't going to be shaken. Glory to God. They, they, you know, uh, Buddy was telling me just a little earlier, uh, they started fighting again in Syria and all that kind of stuff today. And, and you know, I just, I just know this. I can't, you can't be, how would I say it? God's messing everything up. That's all I can tell you. Soros and all of those clowns, Biden, Democratic Party, and half of the Republican Party. They're, they're not struggling with you. They're struggling with God. And God's going to do what He said He's going to do in these last days. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You say, I'm going to let you sit down. I'm going to let you sit down. Good thing you're not asking me to. Glory to God. I want to, I want to sit down for just a minute because i got to share some stuff with you real quickly. i got to share it. And, and don't get in a hurry. Glory to God. Can I, have my, can I have my stuff there? Glory to God. I am excited about this one. Oh, man, I'm excited about this one. You don't want to miss tomorrow. Morning service, our evening service. We just, you know, we just need to hang out. Amen. Hang out with people of like precious faith. Yes. You've been hanging out with all the bums during the week at work. Now it's time to get rid of the buzzard fountain and come to the real fountain. Yeah. Oh, man. Get ready, Ricky. <laughs> Woo! I'm going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> I want you to go with me to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 16. 1 Corinthians 16. We'll read it out of the uh, Amplified Classic first. 1 Corinthians 16. There we go, right there. Uh, go with me to verses, uh, let me uh, pull that up. Go with me to verses 13. Let's start with verse 13. 
I'm going to do my best to try to, I may have to pray in tongues to come over, to get over some of these names. But y'all are patient with me. Be alert and on guard. Stand firm in your faith, your conviction, respecting man's relationship to God and divine things. Keep the trust of the Holy Führer born of faith and a part of it. Act like men. What, 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 what? Act like a lady. Act like a man. Don't be a pushover. Don't be a bottle sucking, pacifying adult in our generation that needs men and women to be men and women. I mean, get some fortitude. There's only one way to do that, and that's with the Holy Ghost. You're not going to be able to do it any other way because there's too many things that will make you shake and quake. You listen to everything that's going on, a spirit of fear get a hold of you, and a spirit of faith, it, it absolutely will hinder the spirit of faith. That's what happens sometimes with people that they go to church and they got a spirit of fear a hold of them, and the service, you can't do nothing in it because the spirit of fear is there. And they don't know if they got a, that's a hold of them. They think, well, now be cautious, be cautious, be cautious. Watch it now, watch it now. I don't know where in the book of Acts they were cautious at all. I mean, they, they threatened and beat the apostles, turned them loose. They went to a house and had prayer meeting and said, prayer meeting said, Lord, perform more miracles. I wonder if there would be few people like that today. Act like men and be courageous. Grow in strength. Let everything you do be done in love. True love to God and man as inspired by God's love for us. Now, brethren, you know that the household of Stephanus were the first converts and our first fruits in, in Greece. I'm skipping over that. And how they have consecrated and devoted themselves to the service of the saints. Listen to that phrase again. I want you to get it because we're going to come back into King James in a minute. It's going, to be, it's going to be something else. He said, they have consecrated and devoted themselves to the service of the saints, God's people. Okay? I urge you to pay all deference to such leaders and to enlist under them and be subjected to them as well as to everyone who joins and cooperates with you and, and labors earnestly. Okay? So he's telling us there that we need to give all deference to those type of people that have devoted themselves to service. Every person in the body of Christ, every born-again believer 
is called to ministry. I've said that for years. And people think that this is what some people get it. That, that you know, you're not, not you. Because you're here tonight. These are the people that show up once in a while on Sunday. When I talk about getting involved in the ministry of helps, that you need to be involved in the ministry of helps, they think, dear God, I'm gonna, I, I, I don't need something else to do. He, all he wants is just to use me. Absolutely. <laughs> because that's what you're called for. You're an instrument in the hand of God. Okay? What, what does a hammer do? The hammer was created for the hand. Okay? You're an instrument in the hand of God. Say that with me. I am an instrument, am an instrument. in the hand of God. And you use that instrument to do the work of the one who possesses the instrument. I get my hammer when I need to use the hammer on some work I want done. The hammer doesn't tell me when it's going to hammer. <laughs> Screwdriver's the same way. A saw's the same way. Well, the Bible says you're an instrument in the hand of God. Amen. You are an instrument in the hand of God. That's why it's important, like Trey was, he sent something today, standing in line, he, 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 got conscious of the anointing and it absolutely blessed somebody. Uh, I want, I want you, what I want you to see is it's not something that stays inside the building. You're an instrument in the hands of God. Okay? And every believer needs to be filled with the Holy Ghost so that the Holy Ghost can lead them and empower them. Listen, if Trey would have listened to his head, he'd thought, oh God, he, the guy's going to think I'm crazy. So what if they think you're crazy? They think you're crazy anyway. That's why they're not talking to you. So start a conversation. Oh, looking at me like, here God, Pastor Ronnie. Okay, watch this. It's going to get more intense. I am happy because Stephanus and have come to me for they have made up for your absence. So there were some people that had ministered with, with Paul with co-laborers and they weren't there and yet these gentlemen showed up and Paul says they made up for you not being here. Now that doesn't mean that he was scolding them. There could have been legitimate reasons why they weren't there. You follow? That's not the point. If you get sidetracked with that, you're going to miss the whole point. The point was they showed up at the right time and ministered to Paul. They were co-laborers and they showed up. Paul was working. And how many of you, how many of you guys have ever put up a 4 by 8 uh, sheet of half inch to 3 quarter inch sheetrock by yourself? Uh, didn't you pray for God to send somebody? And when they showed up, I've done it by myself, you know, hold it up with my head. You know, that was in my younger years. 
and hold it up with my head and trying to do this and trying to use the screw gun and everything and get it on there and then have to take it back down because it's all crooked. <laughs> you needed somebody to help you. That's what Paul was doing. Okay. For they gave me respite from labor and rested me and refreshed my spirit as well as yours. Deeply uh, uh, appreciate and thoroughly know and fully recognize such men. He's including women here, but this happened to mean men. You understand? He couldn't say men and women because none were women. In our generation, you had to express that. They knew who they were. And so did Paul. Okay. The churches of Asia sent greetings and best wishes, wishes from Aquila and Priscilla together with the church that meets in their house and sent you their hearty greetings in the name of the Lord. So in other words, there are people that God is going to put in your life to aid and help you, but there are people God's going to put you in their life to aid and help them in the furtherance, listen carefully what I'm fixing to say, in the furtherance of the kingdom of God. Amen. Okay? Everybody with me? Yes. All right. Now let's go to the King James. Same verses. Because I am going to tell you what today's title, today's title is going to be found out right here. Okay? You ready? Okay, watch this. Watch ye stand fast in faith. Quiet you like men. In other words, men, you don't have to... A man knows he's a man. Oh, my God. Okay. And he says, be strong. Let all your things be done with charity or love. I beseech you, brethren, you know that the house of Stephanus... And, and that, uh, that it is the first fruits of, of where he was in Greece at the time. Uh, and they that, uh, that they have addicted, everybody say addicted, themselves to the ministry of the saints. The only time in the entire Bible, in the King James Version, is this word addicted ever used. The 300 is addicted. That's why they're here tonight. And there's going to be some more to it. More is being added. You're getting addicted. Glory to God. You'd rather be here than sitting home griping at the TV. There's nothing to watch and flipping through the channels. You're addicted. I command you to be addicted. Okay, let's read a little bit further. That you submit yourselves unto such, these people that were addicted to the service of the saints. He says, submit yourselves unto such people. In other words, voluntarily come and submit to that attitude. And to everyone that helpeth with us and laboreth. Now, I'm going to give you some definitions real quickly. The word addicted here, so you'll know what it says in the Greek. For all the Greek scholars that are here tonight. 
That went over your head. <laughs> to put order to. To arrange. The word addicted. To arrange. To assign. To appoint on one's own responsibility or authority like is in mutually agreeing upon. So here's what I want you to see with that definition. These people didn't wait to appoint to themselves the responsibility of helping. They were so in love with God and full of the Holy Ghost that they could not help but be motivated to move out and help. Instead of sitting there, well, nobody asked me. You don't know how many times as a pastor through the uh, 40 years, well, nobody asked me to help. If you're full of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost has already appointed you. Are you listening? You're an instrument in God's hand. Now, that doesn't mean that we, you know, we have helter-skelter type attitudes, you know, and confusion. What that does mean is that you're always eager and ready to help and nobody's got to prop you, prod you. Nobody's got to aggravate you until finally you just give up. They're not going to leave me alone. That's not what that word means. That word means they appointed their own responsibility that I'm going to... There ain't nothing going on at Omega Church that I ain't going to be a part of. The 300 does that. Are you following me? That's a word addicted. A number of years ago, Pastor Odell took me to his office and on a reel-to-reel. Okay? It was a reel-to-reel. That's how far. You don't believe that we're that old. But in his office, there was a recording of a song. It wasn't made into an album yet, but it was fixing to be. Do you remember this? I want to play this song for you right now.
If you don't think I'm hooked on him, just look at these tracks. Yes, I'm a Jesus junkie. I just can't get enough. Sweet Holy Moses, I am hooked on that stuff. I need a little more of Jesus each day. Yes, I'm a Jesus junkie, and I like it that way. So when you find you're at the end of your rope. On to something stronger than dope. Stronger than Just dope. open up your Bible and read John 3:16. His love will take you higher, friend, than you've ever been. Jesus junkie, you just can't get enough. somebody else to step in if you have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead you're not gonna, you won't sit idly by and you're addicted the 300's addicted do you understand what I'm saying you're addicted let me give you another definition for the word addicted and this came from Siri watch this glory to God Enthusiastically devoted to a particular thing. That's the informal definition. Enthusiastically devoted to a particular thing. Listen to this part. Another definition. Physically and mentally dependent on a particular substance. The Holy Ghost. Unable to stop taking it without incurring side effects. Let me give that to you one more time. Physically and mentally dependent on a particular substance. I'm speaking of the Holy Ghost now. Unable to stop taking it without incurring Side effects. Let me tell you what happens when you don't stay full of the Holy Ghost. That's what he said in the book of Ephesians chapter 5. Don't be drunk with wine where is excess, but be filled with the what? The Spirit, the Holy Ghost. If you're full of the Holy Ghost, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You won't be able to sit on your blessed assurance. It's impossible. And you'll want to do stuff with a smile. You want to get involved. You want to do something. That's why you're here tonight. That's what this whole weekend's about. We're going to celebrate our addiction. We're going to celebrate that we need a little bit more of Jesus. We want more of Jesus. And when we get full of Jesus... Guess what? Guess what? We're not disturbed. It, you know, like one Sunday morning, the whole lights went out in this building. It was totally dark. We just kept preaching. Stayed that way for a while. 
Some people say, well, I guess we got it home. I looked up and half the congregation's gone home. Glory to God. You're going to let the absence of electricity keep you from staying full of God? No, sirree. Not around here anymore. That crowd is gone. That crowd ain't here no more. Glory to God. The 300's here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo! I want some more of that stuff. I want to get beside myself because myself is what's been the problem. So if I can get beside myself over there full of the Holy Spirit, guess what? I won't have trouble with my pea brain. It says, well, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't, you can't do that. I, I, I can't do that. People don't know where I came from. It doesn't matter where you came from. Doesn't matter the color of your skin. Doesn't matter what kind of car you drove to church. Get full of the Holy Ghost. Stay full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You want to follow, you want to submit yourself to somebody that's full of the Holy Ghost. If you're new, you want to find those that have been here a little bit longer that are full of the Holy Ghost. Submit yourself to them and do what they do. Yes. Let them be train train you into following the Holy Spirit because you're a you're an instrument in the hand of God. One word spoken out of your mouth can set somebody free and you, listen, there ain't nothing like it. You want to know why preachers like preaching? You know, you used to say, they used to get up here and say, I got the preacher's itch and I got a scratch. That's the way they'd say it. Okay, and people knew that that means they're going to preach until they're through. Okay? Well, you, you, got, you got the service itch. I just want to do something in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. That's what the Holy Ghost makes you want to do. And you don't ever want to lose that. You don't ever want to lose that. You guard that with all of your heart. And you don't let nobody... See, some people think you're crazy. And you just go, you're in church all the time. And somebody told me recently that the CPA looked at what they gave and they said, Dear God, do you know how much money you gave to the church? Yeah, and I'm planning on giving a whole lot more, dummy. Just do the books. That's none of your business. Oh, listen, I ain't, listen, I ain't give nothing what I'm going to give. Zone and I are looking forward. you got to stay full. If you don't stay full, then the devil will talk you right out of it and it'll get you, it get you a sourpuss look on your face and then guess what will happen? You'll fall out You'll fall and follow somebody that is not devoted, not addicted. They're addicted to their own misery. Then they complain, well, the church, you know, I don't know. I go down there, Pastor Ronnie preaches too long, and, and the music's too loud, and it's too hot, too cold. <laughs> he didn't wear a tie tonight. <laughs> you see what happens when a person's not addicted to the Holy Ghost? When you're addicted to the Holy Ghost. So I'm, I'm just telling you, don't let 
Don't let anybody steal that from you. That's God's calling, your destiny. This is why you were put into this generation. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. Don't let anybody put any negative thoughts in your head. In fact, you just say, wait, wait, wait. When you'll go to church with me, come down here to the altar and let that crazy little short guy with a mustache lay hands on you and cast the devil out, then you'll do that, then I'll listen to what you got to say. <laughs> right? You see what I'm saying? Don't let anybody talk you out of that. This is what, listen. Man. Go pull that back up there. I want to show you this. Pull that back up there at, in uh, John. I mean in uh, uh, 1 Corinthians. There we go. That you submit yourselves unto such and to everyone that helpeth. That helpeth. Everyone that, what? Helpeth. Everyone that helpeth. You ever been around somebody that is not full of the Holy Ghost? I'm talking about at church and it's time to move the, the, the tables. Yeah, and they got to put up the chairs, clean up. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're like, oh, dear Jesus. They act like they're getting up and going to work. <laughs> but you take someone that's full of the Holy Ghost. Like I said, is that all the tables you got? What else do you want me to do? You want me to mop the floors too? Huh? You, you, see what I'm, you see what I'm talking about? you just excited about helping. And you're not jockeying for some stupid position so you can be called by some name. What you are is just full of the Holy Ghost. I just want to do. i never forget my dad telling me about when, they, when he got water baptized. Got baptized with the Holy Ghost, and he's going to get water baptized. And they were had to carry from the well. They had to carry a bunch of them had to carry water in buckets to fill up the baptistry. And Dad said, "I was just so full of the Holy Ghost. I looked down there to see if I was walking on the ground." I thought I was walking on air. You see what I'm saying? And nobody griping and complaining. And in fact, they, they were talking about weather, you know, he's talking about, because that's farmers. He's talking about weather and, and, and uh, you know, the temperature and the heat and the drought and so on and so forth. And my dad just looked up and says, I didn't know they had any droughts in here, here in heaven. You see, you and I need to understand, it's a joy. Everybody say joy. joy. I want you to get this. This is a baptism of joy. It's exciting. Now you've found your place. Now you've found your purpose. Now you know what life is all about. It's not about trying to chase the American dream, which has turned out to be a nightmare. You found out that you were born of God. You're born from heaven. And something is real on the inside of you. 
that you can't explain to everybody else. They look at you like you're nuts. That's okay. If they aim your holy roller and say, which way do you want me to roll? Follow what I'm saying? When you get what, what we're talking about and you get full of the Holy Ghost and let His fire burn on the inside of you, you're not lifeless, bunch of, bunch of uh, uh, dead men walking anymore. Glory to God. Then you get addicted. Then you understand. You're going to want that song. You're going to want that song. You're, in the middle of the night, the Holy Ghost is going to wake you up. You're going to try to sing it. <laughs> you may only remember sweet holy Moses. <laughs> Glory to God. How did, you don't know how many times I played that. I, I get so down, get so bombarded with pressure from every angle, and I'd go into the office there, and I'd flip one of those. I'd flip some other music on too, but man, it, I'd always try to find that record. Probably wore it nearly out, probably. And I'd put that record on, and I'd think, man, Jesus junkie. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Now you know what we're all about. Now you know what this weekend's all about. Amen. It's getting full of the Holy Ghost, staying full of the Holy Ghost. Look at this next. Helpeth with us and labor. This word labor is very important. Because we've been told no work. No work. That ain't true. This word labor right here means work until you're tired. <laughs> that means do some work. But guess what? He's not asking you to do something that he doesn't want to do with you. He's telling you to do it so you invite him and get full of his spirit so that you can do it with joy even though you're tired. Right. Amen. Listen, I've been around a, a few occasions uh, where we worked, I, I, we told somebody one time, and they said, we, they told us later, back when I had some young people that would follow me. <laughs> and they'd stay up here, man, they were, they were excited. My, my, my boys and my nephews and a few others, they'd come up here. They'd stay up here till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, working. I mean, just, I mean, they were excited, working. Okay? And you say, dear God, Pastor Ronnie, they were young. <laughs> and somebody heard that and said, well, I was going to help y'all, but when I found out y'all stayed at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, I ain't going to do that. And guess what? Their Christian experience was mediocre and lukewarm at best. They never entered into a joy of serving God. When, when you get what I'm talking about, and that's what we've been, that's what we've been, God has been doing for months now, layer after layer after layer after layer after layer, stirring you up on the inside, and now he's saying, listen, now I'm going to saturate you. See, the 300 is the one that got the victory over the devil. And finally, the others caught up. 
guess what? The others ain't going to catch up until we have a 300 that's full of the Holy Ghost. It's amazing what their weapon was. A trumpet? Hello? Coming out of the mouth, the trumpet? Holy Ghost boldness, being able to speak? A fire inside of, of, of a pitcher? You know what that means? The fire inside the pitcher? And when there was a trumpet blast and God says, now's the time, they broke the vessel and the fire showed out. And the enemy ran and killed itself. The enemy did it. There was this confusion to the enemy. What I'm trying to tell you is the spirit of David. Goliath has stuck up his ugly head in our generation. But guess what? There is a 300 that God is developing. Not just here, but I'm definitely talking to Omega Church. Here at Omega Church. And it's saying this 300 is going to have a fire inside their pitcher. And at a right moment, the Holy Spirit is going to say, this is the time. Break open that vessel and let the fire come out. Whoa, man. Stay full of the fire of God. Whoa, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And guess what's going to happen? You'll be like Stephen. and We'll hear more about Stephen later. But you'll be like Stephen. You won't have to be calling a preacher to do your praying for somebody that's standing in the grocery store that needs prayer. You'll pray the prayer of faith and guess what will happen? Miracle to take place right there in the grocery store. That's what I'm talking about with 300. You say, what do you, what do, you do? Are you, are you a preacher or something? Yeah, I go down there and mow the churchyard. <laughs> are you following what I'm saying? Yes. Now, I, I, I'm going to tell you this. My, my dad used to make his statement all the time. Is I told Buddy this, and I'm going to tell you. My dad used to say this all the time, and 99% of those that heard it never understood what he said. He said, there are some Christians that don't understand Stephen because Stephen had a better time being stoned to death than most Christians have sitting in the church bench. And went right over their head. When are you going to get through preaching? We got to get out and watch the Dallas Cowboys lose. Went right over their head. Right over their head. Right over their head. See, they didn't, have no, they didn't understand it. <laughs> well, don't you know that would chap somebody here on Sunday morning if I said that? Go for it. Glory. <laughs> Glory to God. Addicted. You don't, mind, you don't mind doing the labor because guess what? The Holy Ghost is doing it through you. You're not griping and murmuring and complaining. You're shouting glory to God. The kingdom of God's going to be advanced today. He's using me. Little old me, he's going to use me. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Glory to God. 
If you go down to the church and you're mowing the churchyard, guess what? You're prophesying to it. You're saying grow green and nice and pretty. Y'all don't know. Listen, I, you don't know how many times I've done it. I preach to the grass and I command you to grow. I command you to look green. I command you in Jesus' name. You don't know how many times I, me, and, me and the grass, and you know what I like doing about I like preaching to the grass board in most churches. And here's why. It can't argue with me. You're getting a haircut anyhow. <laughs> All right, this is what I want to do in closing. We're going to close right now. But this is what everybody that wants to be full, stay full. You want to be addicted. You want to be addicted. You want to stay addicted. You don't want to be delivered from this. You want to be permanently attached. Even in your everyday life, I want you to get right down here and let's just worship the Lord for that. Let's close this out and worship God. Hallelujah. Richard, gotta, we got to sing something. I don't know. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Pastor Zona is going to bring you a prophecy that God had spoke to this church many years ago. In fact, I believe it's 1991. Keep praise exalted and keep murmuring cast down. For when you keep me high and lifted up, you'll see my glory fill your temple your temple and my glory will begin to move for you do not understand completely what my glory is all about saith the Lord for my glory is something special that no man has ever seen uh, all of its fullness yet and I declare unto you as long as you keep me high and lifted up you will see my glory begin to fill to be poured out and begin to flood your temple when you see that you'll begin to see things change oh yes oh yes my glory was not really intended to change things said the lord it was intended to change people and you'll see it begin to change you you'll begin to change and as you begin to change the circumstances that seem to bind you will fall powerless behind you when you keep me high and lifted up for i will let you see me and my praise in my and in my worship but it must come from your lips whenever you come together in my presence saith the lord bring a sacrifice of praise the calf of your lips that's the kind that i uh, welcome, saith the Lord of hosts. Oh, that's the kind I take great joy in. When the joy bells of your heart begin to ring in the midst of every storm, that's the kind that I take pleasure in. For I know that my word is being taken and being exalted in its rightful place into your heart and in your life. When in the midst of the storm you can lift me high up, my glory will fill your temple, change you, and therefore the circumstances will fall powerlessly at your side and you'll be the victor. You'll be the victor. You'll be the victor. Amen. For see everything that hath breath must praise be and there will be no breath left or there will be no breath left. 
Where do you think that your breath comes from, saith the Lord? It comes from my praise. That's where your breath comes from. If you will begin to just keep my praise in your lips, you'll see your bodies begin to breathe the breath of eternal God life into your very bones. And they'll rise up and your health will spring forth speedily. Your finances will begin to come together, saith the Lord, because when you keep me high and lifted up, you'll obey my word, and then I will be able to do what I've intended to do all of your life. That is to cause you to prosper and be in health as your soul keeps me high and lifted up. Sing it again, Red Turf! Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.